I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. There are lots of astonishing passages in the West African film Timbuktu, but the most memorable is a soccer game played on a sandy field. At first, the spectacle is cheerfully familiar. Two teams of young men in multicolored shorts and tops chasing this way and that, setting up plays, scoring goals, raising their arms, and the universal gesture of jubilance. Only one thing is missing, the ball. A small gang of jihadists have banned the playing of what we call soccer and others call football, so the players have responded by organizing a game without a ball, a game that transcends itself to become a surreal ballet, a symbol of defiance and the essence of irrepressible joy. This marvelous film was directed by the Mauritanian filmmaker Abderrahman Sissiko. It's a nominee for this year's foreign film Oscar. Timbuktu takes deadly aim at Islamic fundamentalism by playing its own game of deft ridicule. The self-styled jihadists who've rolled into town aren't terrorists or suicide bombers. They're dim-bulb bumblers with automatic weapons, errant fools using junky megaphones to make their announcements. Women will cover their heads and wear gloves. Newly forbidden activities will include smoking, though at least one of the jihadists is a secret smoker, adultery, though another lusts hopefully for a herdsman's wife, football, of course, though several of the fundamentalist goons follow the sport avidly, and music which is the lifeblood of the community and of the film. In other hands, this ridicule might have risked trivializing the subject. It's a long way from the dusty outskirts of Timbuktu to the Paris offices of Charlie Hebdo. But Sissico is an impassioned polemicist as well as a sensualist and a poet, and he's showing us how Islamic fundamentalism works on what you'd call a grassroots level if there were more grass. On one side are the area's Muslims, pious in their faith and peaceful in their everyday life. On the other side are interlopers who impose their own version of Sharia law with all the wisdom of middle school dropouts just beginning to matriculate in the twin arts of brutality and intimidation. The leisurely narrative centers on a herdsman and his family living in a tent on the edge of town. Kidan is an optimist. He thinks the jihadist invasion will soon pass. His wife, Satima, is skeptical and lonely. Her cell phone doesn't replace spending time with old friends. The daughter, Toya, is a radiantly beautiful child and the love of her father's life, as Kidan explains, in an anguished appeal to the magistrate of a Sharia-style kangaroo court. Toya is an optimist, too. Her father, she says with pride, is not a warrior. The reason he's alive, she says, is he plays the guitar and sings songs. So he does, but music is no match for the savage beasts of Sissico's powerful film. I'm Joe Morgenstern. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews. KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.